Can I taste one of those? I never had one of There's this dried out corn. Oh, shit. But they seize them. Okay. Not even like fried. I like or it though. It's all right. It's like weird. It's hard. It was like. I was not expecting that shit at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've never had a snack like this in my life. It's so fucking crunchy, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot be quiet with this. This is like a, this like not a, like a sneaking food. This is not a movie food. We're just like you are not solving any mysteries with corn nuts. Mm-hmm. You're fucking. You're fucking. That is funny. Can't bring a one a steak out. Of a fucking detective who's on a steak out and eating corn nuts. Today. This shit's delicious. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> All right, so we're not starting yet. We're going to start after I eat these corn nuts. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I'm done crunching the fuck out of these corn they nuts. They are crunchy as shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good bite, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a, you, had a um, good, you had a good amount of them. Wait, crunch. wait, wait. You never had corn nuts before? No, I haven't. Oh, but man, time, shit. Yeah. Now we got to go back. Nah, we can go back. At, we can go to yeah, Wawa later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to Was Wawa. Was Wawa a Philly thing? yeah. It's an really? East Coast thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the East Coast. What the fuck happened to us? That's well, they had to work its there. way up. From where? From, I don't from know. Pennsylvania, I think. From I was about PA. to say, because Baltimore's below Pennsylvania. So I know, right? I nowhere. <laughs> I mean, work its way down. Yeah. Not even because it's not Depends in New York. Depends on which way you're facing. So it's only really in PA. You're right. It's a PA thing, I think. I think yeah, it's well, a, it's a like, Pennsylvania company. Because it's like the they're famous for like their subs and their hoagies and stuff. Man, the and the bowls. Really nice they, you can get all that shit in the bowl, too. Mm. They got nice bedrooms, too. I mean, <laughs> not bedrooms. Bedrooms. <laughs> you never stayed at a Wawa, man? Uh, what? <laughs> Some of the finest rooms. <laughs> No, the bathrooms are dope. I stopped there to take shits many times. Oh, dude, it's better than my house. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never shit in a Wawa bathroom. Oh, you should. Oh, it's way cleaner than like a McDonald's or something. You know what I mean? Uh, you ever shit at McDonald's? No. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, and it's more personal than a Target. Because, like, <laughs> if you go to like a Target bathroom, it's going to be. Oh, my God. You gonna shit everywhere. Yo, Aaron, I shit in the Best Buy. I shit in the Best Buy before, and that was comfortable. You got to know, like, where you can go if, like, you know, nah, you're in the neighborhood. I get it. I get it. There's only, like, in New York, <laughs> there's only, like, two clubs that all comics will poop at. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Village Underground, because they have, like, separate bathroom stalls and a guy that cleans it and shit. That's so a luxury don't. sometimes. Uh, it's so a fucking luxury. Like, holy shit. And this stall stand, has a door stand, on it? Stan's nice. The Stan's handicapped bathroom upstairs? Yeah. That shit go in. <laughs> Break my leg just to take a shit there, man. Fuck it. Dude, I always, <laughs> always I take swear. the handicap on, dude. Or the family they have the bathrooms. bars. Have you ever been to a family bathroom where they got like the big ass changing station and shit? Those are the best ones. Well, the sometimes best. they can get dirty. Are they family bathrooms, dirty. can men and women go in there? Fan- yeah, anyone can You got to be a family. Ooh. You have to show that you're a family. You have to show <laughs> marriage papers or kids. <laughs> yeah. We were late. There's actually like a ring scanner at the uh-huh. door. I was like, to check for a wedding band. You got to <laughs> fill out a questionnaire. I was at Chick-fil-A today and I saw a dad. I'm assuming it was his dad. But like changing this baby in the bathroom. I hadn't seen like a guy changing his son in a long time. It would have been time. weird if it was just a guy changing a baby. The guy was just like, I love this shit. I get a rush. This is my thing. This is my knitting right here. (laughs) This guy didn't take a shit, so he put his baby down and figured I'd help him out. Man, my baby better figure it out. (laughs) I was thinking about that, dude. And I did. And honestly, I don't know if he washed his hands prior, which wouldn't make any fucking sense. Mm -hmm. But he, like, put the pants on the baby 
and like didn't wash his hands. I was like, yeah, that's disgusting as fuck. Yeah. Now I'm nasty. not gonna lie. When I take a piss, I most of the time don't wash my hands. If I'm taking a piss, just because it's if you're like taking a shit, you gotta wash your hands. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe he thought like, well, I didn't take a shit. We just start washing our hands before we pee. That's what I always do. Because well, you're touching do all this goofy shit, then touching your dick. Your dick been yeah, in the pants here all the day. whole fucking day. Yeah, your dick has been chilling. Your dick, didn't go. your dick is like bubble boy. I'm not yeah. shaking hands with my yeah. dick or anything like that. Like, <laughs> that I, yeah, face. you got to fucking wash your hands and the then bath. pee. <laughs> 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 that makes sense, dude. Mm-hmm. Live from the studio. Live, live, live. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Eric Glazer. Tonight on the podcast, we got a special guest. A special, very special. Second verified uh, person on Twitter we've had so far, Monroe Martin. Oh, the shit. Third. Yeah, dude. Give yeah, dude. The other one was uh, Mark Normand. I love Mark, Mark Norman's Hey. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hi. I don't know. That's terrible. I love Mark. Mark's cool shit. That's dope, dude. Wait, have you? Have, is this so? This isn't your. This was your first time. I know it's not your first time in Baltimore. This isn't. No, this, this is my second time at McGooby's. Uh, I did Baltimore Comedy Factory before, but that's it was like a long, long time ago. When I was like, I was like opening for people, and I did uh, Baltimore Comedy Factory. I did like a room up here before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ray Diva. Oh yeah, Ray did, Diva. She did a room, right? She had a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably at um. Was it at like that Jamaican restaurant or no? I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. St. Mary's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have fun. I always have fun in Baltimore. Baltimore is a cool place it is to tight. perform. Well, the, the the thing tonight that was like a, I'm assuming tomorrow and Saturday you're just doing like a regular like stand up set with like a yeah, feature and a host. To, yeah, yeah. When yeah, they yeah. booked you, because I know they all at Magoobies they always do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. When they booked you or when you booked it, whatever. Did you know that you were gonna be doing a like a talent showcase the first night? No, but that oh, was shit. more cool for me because I was preparing to like get up and leave, and then it was like, oh, you don't have to be over until nine fifteen. I was like, I'm chilling. Oh hell <laughs> yeah! I got something to eat. I like. I actually like that. That's like a, a treat because I'm like, I still get the same amount of money, but I also get to use that night to like work on shit. Yeah, like even jokes that I'm thinking about doing, and then trying to put them with jokes that I've been doing and rework them. And that's what I used that for. I did like twenty five minutes. And so you, are you not there, able like, to do that when you have a feature and a host? I guess not because you have no. To you the are, stuff. but, but it's like, I feel like there's less pressure because there's uh. Well, I, I try see. to take the pressure off myself anyway. But I feel like when it's a new talent night, they they just want to see something a step above true what they've been watching so yeah, far. Because a traditional show, it's the host, and then it sets up for the feature, what sets up for the headline. Yeah. But at the new talent, it's just pretty much a showcase. It, yeah, uh, it's know. like here's a, here's these new guys, and then here's a professional, and then it was just like, all right, well let me work on some shit. I had fun. That's why I was like, I had fun. That's I started dope. off. I started off very like, ah, white people can't buy tiki torches no more, <laughs> <laughs> and then just made them go what? And then fucking just laid into that shit. <laughs> you can't like you gotta. You can't like. I feel sorry if you like are legitly like legit trying to like throw a party I didn't outside even think about that. and ward off <laughs> like, mosquitoes. No, they gonna have questions like, where the fuck, the fuck you need these goddamn tiki torches for? I swear I'm having a luau. They ruin it for everybody. My dude. daughter's having a party, and dude, we wanted to make like a. So many people song. are gonna max One out second. their credit cards buying citronella candles now. Those shits are fucking expensive as hell. It's my girlfriend Ricky. My bad. Dude. Hello, I Ricky. told her I was gonna give her the house key, and I fucking totally didn't. I'm sorry. One no, second. No, it's all right. Fucking That's special. A very dope shirt. Did you get that yeah. from work? Oh shit! Really? 
That's so cool. That's how much he don't believe in you. That's a cool shirt. You can't no, possibly it. earn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No. Well, she works for the Orioles. You so fucking, I didn't but did you feel that sexism? <laughs> don't touch that. I just thought it was like a dope, like no, throwback. You're a shirt sexist or piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. <laughs> you're just like, hey. Are difficult. Whoa. Hold up. The softball team or the baseball team? Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no fucking way. The <laughs> Orioles are fucking in first place right now. <laughs> oh, congrats, nice. congratulations. Haven't you learned anything from field of their own or league of their own? <laughs> some shit like that. See it. Have a good one. Perfect, okay. dude. Man. Damn, I was almost really stoked. Right I thought the yeah. fucking Orioles were in first place. Nah. It's like, damn, we were like 20 below 500 last time I checked. <laughs> this game must have been like, all right, when it takes all. It like, when it takes <laughs> Putting it all on the line. <laughs> I don't even watch baseball. And I'm still like, Season yeah. point. Alex Trebek came out and he's like, this is double jeopardy for mm. this one. <laughs> oh, man. Winner so take you, all. So you didn't watch, so you didn't really watch any of it at all, this showcase at all. Uh no, I, I watched a little bit of it just to see what I was up against to see what like um if the crowd was being like overly nice and polite because that's what happens when you do those type of shows. So that's why I use that to work on shit because if they're gonna laugh at anything, then I'm like, oh, I'm a work that's out show. I didn't want to say it. I didn't know if it was like a thing. Like if you're just going after a bunch of like I guess like considered open micers type of people you know there's no i would never disrespect comics like that but i look at it like sometimes the audience is just for uh those new talent shows they're just too forgiving Mm -hmm. so if it's clever but not funny that's still they're all there they're all there to be supportive yeah when you get a when you get a showcase audience when you get like a talent show audience they're all there to be supportive exactly so that's why i was like well let me i'll be like, if my friends see me going there and doing shit that I know that works and I've been doing, mm-hmm. and they be like, why? Like, why didn't you just put shit together and you, like, do new shit? Because yeah. that's cheating. You already, you're using shit that already kills? Yeah, I was listening. Mm-hmm. You were talking about that on, a, I forgot exactly what podcast I was, just before I went to pick you up, you were mm-hmm. talking about how, like, just, like, using old material, you're not really grown or anything like that. Yeah, no, I, was, I still, you gotta, I, I listen to Chris Rock. And Chris Rock does this. He he believes there's more than one way to fucking attack a joke or a punchline. Of course. So he figures out the best way. And I feel like when you have a joke and and you just stick to the way that you wrote it and you're not expanding it, then that's... You're creating this comfort zone for yourself. For yeah. It's like, is that why you got into comedy? Because it was uncomfortable? So yeah. You always live in that kind of, but like, all right, I know it works this way, but now I want to put more of myself into the bid or or add on or take this away. So yeah. are you talking about necessarily, you're not just talking about just creating new material altogether. You're actually talking about like modifying the stuff you already have? Yeah. That's like interesting. This, uh, yeah, because you don't have to keep creating. You do as an artist. Or I don't know if comics like call themselves artists, but as an entertainer, you always have to be evolving and growing. And if you just keep something the way it is, then it's not going to grow. Then your set doesn't grow. Like I feel like this. If you're living life and your set is exactly the same, then you're hurting your career. or Not your career, but I feel like you're robbing yourself because you could still be taking those new experiences and expanding on the old shit and bringing it together. 
You know what I mean? You know, I know exactly. Yeah. I feel like that's what differentiates an artist from an entertainer. Mm. I mean, if you're if you're an entertainer, you can you can be an entertainer without being an artist for sure. Definitely, definitely. And an entertainer yeah. is somebody who might have just gotten into comedy. I don't know if there's many people like this. I assume, I imagine there are, but people who just got into comedy, like, look, I got a set that works for me. It makes me money. Yeah. I'm able to draw a crowd. Like. I'm you good. play the hits. I'm good. You play the hits. You you figured out what works. You figured out your your niche. And now this, I'm going up there and I'm pray, playing the hits. And then some people like being Prince, where it's just like you know the hits. Let mm-hmm. me fucking create some shit. Let me give you a snowflake. And that's a hard line to walk, especially yeah. especially with. I mean, I'll put it in like terms of like when you go out to see a, a musical artist you like a lot. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, you'll get you'll get flack either way because like if you go to a show and you see one of your favorite bands and they just play all the old shit, a lot of times you be kind of disappointed because it's like all right, yeah. like I've already heard this shit. But yeah. at the same time, there's a lot of bands out there that just play all new shit. Like yeah. here's all the stuff off our new album, and it's like, dude, like. I'm I trying think to it should be a mixture, yeah, exactly. uh, a mixture, exactly. mix it up, combine it, experiment with them, experiment mm-hmm. the audience. That was the one thing I learned about uh, from being in New York. Like a lot of the comics that I will come to the comedy clubs to watch and I surrounded myself with, they always just use that stage to experiment and mm-hmm. try things. They were going to the audience, get new bids. They were fucking, they were just always trying to expand their material. And I was like, I want to do that. How long have you been up in New York? Uh, Going on, I'm seven years, going on eight years now. And when did you move there directly from Philly? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Philly was dope. Philly was dope mm-hmm. starting. It's like yeah, Baltimore. Philly has a good comedy scene. Yeah, they have a great comedy scene. There's a lot of funny people in Philly. What was what, was what eventually just drove you to, to move location? Uh... Just because uh, a couple of things, the comics that were coming down from New York were just straight smashing. <laughs> they was just, it was like a credit. Yeah, Yo, you didn't even have to say he was on. Like, you didn't even have to be like, oh, he was on Comedy Central. The moment you go all the way from New York, this motherfucker gonna be hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were. And even if they weren't from New York, you still knew, oh, New York is where the best comics are, or L.A. It was either those mm-hmm. two. This comic is from L.A., this comic is from New York. Are they going to come down they're going to smash it? Mm-hmm. And then you just see enough of people, like people in Philly are smashing it too, but the people who are coming from New York and L.A., they're smashing it. I'm like, I want to do what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's just a different yeah. level of competition, really. Yeah. You see the same thing in sports. You know, mm-hmm. you get certain sports schools, and it's like even their bad guys are like as good as your average guys. That doesn't mean that like the best guy in Philly couldn't be better than the best guy in New York, but it's yeah. just like as a whole, and then it's a good environment to grow in too. Because yep. when you're surrounded by everybody that's pushing you that level, that's the one thing you kind of do lack in a smaller city like Philly or yeah. Baltimore or something like that. I mean, how many, so that was seven years ago, you said? Seven years ago, uh, so uh, I was in Philly for three, so that makes this 10, I'm on my 10th year, going on 11. And uh, Philly was great to start. Like we had like all these bar shows, there was only like two or three comedy clubs. There was Helium, uh, the Comedy Cabaret, and then the Laugh House. And then you would just bounce around from that. But I would do the I would do Laugh House because you know you're a black comic, mm-hmm. and that's where you gravitate towards. But then they had banned me for two months. Oh no! Oh, shit, which was the best shit they could ever have done because <laughs> I would have stayed there. So. It was the owner. Her name was Miss Mona. She was uh, she was the owner of the club. She was like the mother of all the comics there, and she really cared about them. And I was starting off open micer, and I wasn't funny at all. <laughs> but I would go up there, and I would just like 
go into the audience, like to go on stage and be like, look at this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. She goes, you're not even you telling jokes. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. She was like, you're bitch. not even telling jokes. She was like, I don't know if you're funny, but you're going on stage and you're doing all of this. You're like, don't come back until you write jokes. And then Damn. I was like, she said that. So I would like write my thoughts and shit down. I had a notebook and I would come and I think show this her. audience sucks. She'll be like, <laughs> nope. I would say, all that business, look at y'all. This is y'all the mistake. I feel yeah, you just like wrote you down all the crowd like you're gonna Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> this fat ass bitch. <laughs> Two months straight, she, I would yeah. come my notebook. She fucking read my notebook and would go, nope. Nope, nope. Two months straight. And within that two months, <laughs> I started meeting other comics who was just like, oh, you're not getting up here? We're about to go to this open mic at like a bookstore. Or we're about to go across the street or we're about to go to Helium open mic. And boom, boom, boom. And then when I seen, I seen like white comics and then other people, I go, oh, I can do it everywhere. I don't just have to do it at the black yeah, club. I can perform yeah. anywhere. So then, even then the mainstream, like they call it, they call it urban circuit, urban, and then the helium shit, mainstream. But even in the mainstream, they still had comics from that are coming from New York and killing. That Kurt Metzger would come down, mm -hmm. fucking Joe DeRose would come down, Big J, Big J's from yeah, Philly. All those guys, but they'd be like, yeah. "Oh, he's from the, he's coming out from New York," and I'm like, "I gotta go to fucking New York. <laughs> I gotta go to New York." Would you that that urban scene in the mainstream? That's like the same exact thing I hear described down here. Is that like a thing that's in prominent? It in is, every but city it's or? because yes, 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 yes. Even in New York, never. Yeah, everywhere. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the I don't know. It kind of is a thing though that you see the people who are kind of like growing out of those. Yeah, they then mix in with the other ones. You know, because what, I mean? what you and I that's think... and it's kind of like a a level like the next level for open micers or like yeah. if you were to do open mics, you would start off at the one and mm -hmm. then you hear about the others. Yeah, but then you'd be like, oh shit, like there's a whole other scene too. I can yeah. get up twice as much. Like this, you do the crazy. other scene. I'm kind of against the two. I'm kind of against people calling it urban and mainstream because I'm like, funny is funny. Yeah. If you're funny, that's it. It shouldn't yeah. be like you're an urban because usually what makes them say urban is first they go, oh, it's a black room. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a black room. Like there's plenty of like clubs that are still predominantly black, but they won't call themselves an urban club. Yeah. But I imagine it's probably their way of acknowledging a reality. Like, I'm sure the divide is semi-palpable in a way. Like, is it is it an imagined divide? It's No, it's a palpable divide, but it's a thing that we nurture. Sure. I watch comics fucking go from an urban show, and they'll go, and they'll sweat their fucking clothes out. I'm like, ah! And then when they're performing in front of white people are a little bit more tame, it's just like, where's that energy? Yeah. If you, if this is who you are there, bring that there. Yeah. You know, That's vice true. versa. They so it's something that too. people play into. Which yeah. is like I'm the same the same way I am here. I'm everywhere. Like I'm like I'm not gonna song and dance. So you're pretty much saying you when you were in Philly, you pretty much started in the quote unquote urban scene. Yeah. And yeah. then when you were banned from the Laugh House, that's when you kind of branched out and saw the whole. Because I was gonna, cause when you first yeah. started listing off places, you mentioned three, and I was like, are there oh, not like and, smaller and, places like mm -hmm. they have in Baltimore where it's like you know like bar room open mics yep. and different shit like that? Lickety split. I don't know. I don't think they do lickety split no more. Lickety split was a fucking bar over top of a pizza shop on South Street, down the street from uh, the Laugh House. And it was every Sunday, and it was the greatest thing that ever happened to comedy for, like, up-and-coming comics because it was comedy-driven, 
So all the comics who were on the show, like the, we made it a thing. Like we would stand out on the corner having conversations and just bring people into the conversation and then bring them upstairs and tell jokes to them. Yeah. We made friendships from that That's shit. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And and first it started off as you did like the new people, like everybody did like like five, ten minutes. I mean like three to five minutes, but then once you got known, even if you weren't good, the host would just start going, yo, you want to host or you want to do 20 or, hey, ain't nobody here. You want to do an hour? And it was just like, yeah. And we had that shit. That's sick, man. I, every every city needs this spot like that. That's kind of what yeah. uh, we have at the sidebar downtown. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the comedy, like, kind of mecca, I guess. I yeah. Know, Shout Baltimore. out Dark Mark, right? Yeah, Dark Mark runs that shit now. Oh, dope. It's been, like, passed down for, like, I don't know, six, seven years now. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, dude. That's just every week now. It's just fucking. Oh, that's great. You need a place on. where you can be bad and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where every where you can just go fuck up, try some shit, and it's for the sake of comedy. Like everybody gets it. Everybody's like, oh, it stunk, but I get what you're trying to do there. Yeah. Now, did that not exist? Okay, because the only reason I'm like kind of curious about this because you've been telling me the same kind of thing exists in Baltimore with like, did, was there not like an open mic, open mic scene on like the urban side of it? No, there were, but most urban open mics are legit shows. That's what yeah. I was saying. It's yeah, all like the it ain't show yeah, Motherfuckers dude, came dressed scene, up. The urban yeah. scene yeah. is run more like a business. It's than, a business. Everybody's making shows, money. Yeah, they have like catering. That you know, it's they got catering. They got, they got a, a photo DJ. Guy, they got like a photo wall. guy. They got a dance competition. Like they're ready. Yeah, man, they got yeah. raffles going on. Like, you learn two different things. You mm-hmm. learn. Uh, you learn like the business side. You learn like that. the business yeah. from. Uh, you kind of understand your worth yep. to the business that you're running the show. Yeah, like. exactly. You learn the business. You learn advertisement. You learn showmanship, and then mainstream is where you sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That's why yeah. Ivan's such an interesting character. Ivan Martin. We were talking about him earlier. The guy who was arranging mm-hmm. the Baltimore Comedy Festival. Yeah. He was kind. He kind of came across that same that same idea. He because he. I guess he's kind of like kind of like a lazy because he puts on those PAC shows, which are kind of run like that way. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. also intermingled and in the. All of his shows pretty much are trying to combine the two sides of the comedy scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately with the festival, we have shows pretty much in every room yeah. on the urban and the mainstream side. So it's like. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's all That's like. That's good. And you switch it up. You put the. You, like, yeah, exactly. You, put the, you switch it up, put the white guys in those shows, the black guys in those shows. Switch them up. Not even if off race, just like the style. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like Honestly, the style I mean, just say, I feel like for a city like Baltimore, especially, that's like a big fucking thing, dude. Baltimore is fucking good for comedy. Exactly. Y'all got a lot of. Let me see. I meant just the idea behind it. So oh, I'm thinking like a strong, comics. I'm like, no, I was talking like, like a social up, level. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. no, nah, that's good. Baltimore is, uh, is a great place for comedy. Mm-hmm. I like. I'm comfortable here. Baltimore, just the Baltimore, the DC area. Like yeah. I feel like uh, I did the DC Draft House. I had fun there. Yeah, it's a very dope fun, room. very like swanky crowd. People mm-hmm. who like, even if they feel a certain way towards the material, like they'll let you do your thing. They yeah. still like you perform. I get it. Yeah. Do you do much DC like DC is pretty much it? DC is like the older brother of Baltimore and comedy. Like they're yeah, they're like, a, like a step ahead of us. They have like. Sean Joyce down there. He's like mm-hmm. runs like a room every night, sometimes two, and okay, okay. a couple other bookers. And uh, yeah, the Draft House yeah. just opened up in there, and they still have the Arlington Draft House that they sometimes do. Oh yeah, no, at. yeah, they do both of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, yeah no, what did you about to say? 
Oh, I was about to ask because I guess maybe there's like a East Coast thing because I feel like, like, do you do much uh, performing out in like LA and things like that? Yeah, I was in LA. Uh, I was in LA last week. Well, I got back last week. I got back last Monday, oh, wow. but I was in LA for a week. Uh, you got LA is necessary. People act like people shit on LA a lot, but LA is the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LA they're not playing no fucking games. They're out there to sell shit. They're out there for the money, you know what I mean. And it's necessary. I feel like you go to you go to New York to get good, and you go to LA to fucking to get famous. Money. Yeah, yeah. You know? Meet the rewards. If, yeah, if you get if you're killing it in New York, you need to go to LA sometimes. Fucking kill it. Get your name up there too, so you can go back and forth. There's plenty of comics that do it. Mm. Yeah, I think um like Nate Bargatze now lives in Nashville, but he just he like, went back flies home, out to goes, L.A. and people yep. don't even realize he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> he goes back and forth. Uh, Ari Shafir does the same thing. Where's Ari? He's going back and he's he a DC guy, right? Yeah, DC Silver guy, Spring, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, but goes back and forth. People get real touchy about that borderline around. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's oh, like Silver Spring. Well, well, it's basically just because technically DC is not part of Maryland, even okay. though it was like taken. Yeah, is on that. Yeah, but whatever. The people that live in Maryland near DC are always like, "Yo, I'm from DC." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the technical term for is DMV. Yeah, which is another common debate. Like, does the DMV entail Baltimore? I'd say yes, but that's only because it literally stands for Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the fuck's Baltimore, right? But yeah, they, they, they consider it like a different, different thing, which is mm. weird. It's weird. All kinds of uh, divisions know. everywhere. Who fucking knows? Yeah, uh, L.A. If you big. comic, go to L.A. Well, I'm trying to convince my friends. I, I when when I was in L.A., I told my friends, I go, go to L.A. If you say you're good, go to L.A. Fucking perform any shows. Get your name up out there. Like the funny people in LA are getting shit. Well, when you did like the the MTV stuff, like the Geico stuff, for you that's in New York. That's in New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, always yeah. imagined MTV was in LA. I don't know. They why. got both, but they film. They got studios and stuff in New York, and they usually film out of like a small studio, like a literally a room this big. That's pretty. And you're just sitting in on a stool, like, let yeah, me tell you something screen. about shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you even fall? That, that, I guess, like, that was probably because you did, um, the heck? Like, was that, how recent was that? Uh, I'm always doing some MTV shit. I like MTV. How did you MTV even fall into that? MTV fucks with me. Uh, so, first, it was Charlemagne and Friends. I wrote for the first season of Charlemagne and Friends when he had a show. And then, uh, I did a screen test for Guy Code, and then from Guy Code, it was like other things like joking off and uh, girl code and like guy the other stuff. And, guy, and I never did Guy oh. Court. They did like other shit, but I like MTV. They they keep money in your pocket. They keep like they. I'm still doing shit. Yeah. You know, like uh, they put girl code on Snapchat, and oh, they're yeah. just like pumping that shit out. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh yeah. Keeps you relevant in some way. And you did um, Adam Devine's house party too. I, right? Yeah, Adam Devine. I did that. That was cool. Uh, yeah, I did that in New Orleans. That was fun. That's sick. Oh shit. That was sick as shit. Adam Devine was a cool ass dude. And that was, oh, I bet, dude. Yeah, he's a cool ass dude. Oh, I, did, oh, I got oh, to oh, do that oh. with my friends. Mm-hmm. I had a couple friends on that show, and we was like, "Yo, that's fucking dope." That's yeah, sick. Yeah, New yeah, Orleans, yeah. you're just partying all the time. It, oh my New God. Orleans is a great city. But the thing is, I was in New Orleans the day, but I mean, not the day before, the weekend before, doing Jazz Fest with me and my ex girl. Well, she yeah. wasn't. What my year ex was at this? 
This was Adam Devine 2015. Yo, I was at Jazz Fest in 2015. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, with Aaron yeah. Neville. You seen Aaron Neville? I think, okay, so what what happened was I he was with my drove girlfriend. his girlfriend, her uh-huh. dad, and our friend Scott. Yeah. And he forgot to get gas before they left, so an hour into the trip... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw on the way down, we drove to New Orleans. It was an 18 yeah. hour drive from Baltimore. So we wow. ran out of gas. We ran out of gas once. I got pulled over twice. It was like the worst fucking going down ever. We got there. We wound up. We saw the first day because Elton John was playing that night too. Yeah. Which I definitely want to see because Elton John's pretty fucking dope. But we never wound up. We wound up buying weed from like this like handicapped dude. <laughs> yeah, you're giving back. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. I was giving back. I was, like, I was like, all right, I don't normally smoke, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was a, that was a, that was a shit. I didn't know that was like a thing they do down south, but when I bought the weed from him, it was like this big, fat, black, like guy in a wheelchair. And I was like, all right, like I was with my girlfriend's dad, the girl that was yeah. just up in here. Yeah. And so like, it's like a big deal. Like when you're with your girlfriend's dad, like that's like a major bonding moment, you know? Yeah. That was really the first time. That oh, we were about yeah. to smoke together. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pick up a gram from this dude, 20 bucks standard price. But then he's like, all right, let's roll it up. And I was like, what he's trying to smoke with you. <laughs> I was like, I just it's bought just this shit gram, off you. Now I'm I'm not, that's like s- the cook eating with you. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, give me some of that. Like, you got a little plate. You, you fucking fuck come out of there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sit up next to you at the table. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? But what did you do? Did you go, no? Or did you, you know, roll I up with him? No, because that's the thing. When you come that far, I've never been. That was like the furthest south I've ever been, really. I mean, yeah. I didn't know if that was like custom down there. I didn't want to be like a bitch and yeah. be you like, know what he was guys, doing? Making sure you weren't a cop. True. That's but that could, <laughs> did you guys just walk upstairs? He's still smoking. He could have just been like, he could have like, as soon as I was like, as soon as I was like, all right, let's roll it up, and like I agreed to, he could have been like, oh, all right, we good. He oh, he that still shit. smoked with you. <laughs> I the whole with that thing. Guy. I smoked with that guy. Uh, we smoked. Uh, we we. I rolled a real skimpy uh, joint for the first one, just because oh. I didn't roll shit because I suck at rolling. Everything. Yeah, but I you didn't want to share it. with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, any amount is enough. Like, yeah. dude, I just fucking paid you twenty dollars for a fucking gram. Like, yeah. the fact that I'm smoking you up at all is, is shit, you should be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking. Funny. That was some shit, and I miss Elton John. And apparently I miss you. So oh, no, well, no, I didn't perform. I was just hanging out there. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun as shit. I was still drinking at the time. And uh, we brought, we snuck alcohol in, but we forgot to, uh, we put alcohol in. We dumped all the water out of the water bottles and poured vodka in them. Classic move. And then, and then we're just in the sun, <laughs> drinking vodka. Like I'm like, straight? Oh, I'm about to pass out. Ugh. I'm about to just it's straight. Like yo. Just like, oh, yo, I'm about to die. I'm about to die. I don't feel good. It's I don't like feel good. It's like infused with BPA. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yo, that's straight hot vodka. Yo, how old are you doing this shit? Dude, it, that was at uh, 2015. So that's like 28. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's some. Uh, that's, that's too old to be doing that that's shit. That's some like junior and high school shit right there. Dude. I would say. Oh, man. man, I had a great time in New Orleans, man. I was eating everything. It's, it's a like town, beignets. dude. It's a fucking beignet. Yeah. The fucking God the gumbo. I can't get enough of that. I fucking love the gumbo down the there. The gumbo. Did you go to Dat uh, Dog? It's a fucking famous hot dog spot. I went to quarters. this place. Um, every every like sub name was Dat something. So I want to say it might have been that place. I don't know. Uh, that was this dog on Bourbon Street? Hot, I don't. I think so. It's a hot dog restaurant with a line around the corner. Yo, I love hot dogs. They People had, they hate had, on hot dogs so much. 
Good shit. They had an alligator hot dog Ooh. with a fucking egg on top of that shit. I know you guys already fucking think I'm addicted to 7-Eleven, but I'm just going to put this out there. I, I truly believe that 7-Eleven hot dogs are like the best hot dogs I can I, can I used to think that about Wawa's hot dogs. You all get right, the fucking right. big, <laughs> the big hot dogs with the bacon wrapped and the cheese on it. Yeah, I just went, these are the best shit ever. But you're saying that dog is better? That dog is better. I don't even eat, like I'm a pescatarian, so I'm like fucking only Does alligator people. count? Uh, but now the I'm talking about it's been two years, but I eat the shit out of it. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much like a fish. That's close. Yeah, but like it swam down. Listen to water, man. Alligators, hippopotamuses. I don't fucking know. Dude, there's a there's a hot dog place down in Fed Hill. Do you remember? Do you know what that's called? Where's Fed Hill? Uh? It's down it's in, the in the city. Neighborhood in the city. Kind of down. Actually, it might be for Point. Federal Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Federal. It's right by the harbor. Uh, the harbor. Okay, the harbor's dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what it's called, but they they have like. French fry hot dogs and shit. And what like you mean, French fry hot dogs? You see how look, look how I looked at you. What the hell you mean? <laughs> what is this? Also, oh, there's a ramen spot. What do you has, mean, French fry hot dog? Uh, they just have like they fry the hot dog, but then they also have French fries in the bun and shit, and it's really French good. fries in the bun, or do they like scoop out a potato, fry it, and then stick a hot dog in between? I think that's your restaurant. I think so. <laughs> You're talking about the that potato, uh, then, the, the, that, that, that potato, potato. <laughs> that potato dog, potato baby, baby. Come, the potato shit. dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm always thinking of some weird ass ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, I want to do a fucking cornbread waffle, right? Okay. Ooh, like waffle sweat. made out of cornbread, and then take, even though I don't eat uh, pork and shit, mm. take shredded pork, put it on like the top. And then, like, you do, like, maybe, like, some collard greens and shit on the side, Ooh. yo. That sounds soulful, to that say the least. soulful <laughs> waffle. Soulful, that is a soulful fucking entree, dude. dude. I feel like I don't appreciate cornbread enough. Man. I feel like whenever I get it at Thanksgiving, I do like mentos, bro. What do <laughs> white people, do you, do y'all bring cornbread Mom? to the thing? To Thanksgiving? To Thanksgiving? I yeah. mean, like, maybe cornbread stuffing or something. Yeah, so something you fuck like it that. up. Yeah. You're trying to make it, like, you try to make all... Trying to make it white. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. shit, whiten it up. Like. Stuffing is dope, though. My family makes... Stuffing it. is not dope. I've Are never heard anybody say stuffing. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I'll make you stuff first. No, <laughs> so, no, like, homemade stuffing. I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. Because I'm Greek. Okay. So, like, my family, like, we Greek make, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how to cook. So, like, our stuffing is completely different. Like, we call it yemasi. And it's like it's like ground beef and like all kinds of it's fucking dope as shit. You yeah. should try it sometime. But we make like real cornbread and stuff like that. And honestly, a lot of like, do you guys use like cranberry sauce and stuff? Because our family doesn't. My family doesn't. We, I, uh, my grandmother, she does cranberry sauce, but I fuck with canned cranberry. Oh, sauce. canned cranberry. Yeah. I thought cranberry canned sauce. Is cranberry white sauce thing. gets slept on. I just slice fucking it slice disc. it up yeah. in a little disc. Oh my gosh. Put it on sandwiches <laughs> and shit, like a little yeah. tomato. Yo, <laughs> my family never did it. Really? We never did cranberry sauce. I always thought it was a white thing. Like I, I'm white, but like at the same time, like when my grandmother does all the cooking, she's like shaking yeah. grease. So like we always just had all that shit. And so I just assumed that all, only white people did the cranberry sauce. I don't even know how to use it. Are you well, supposed to put it on your turkey? No, you eat it on the side. But mm-hmm. Greeks, you don't have to celebrate fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's true. That's kind of. You don't have to. I mean. 
What else are we gonna do on that day? Yeah, <laughs> eat, eat regular food. Do what the, the Jews do. It's yeah. not like yeah. we fucking sit there. The Jews, Jews definitely celebrate Thanksgiving. They dude. go to the movies on Thanksgiving and Christmas. They go to yeah, on Christmas. <laughs> well, they write the Christmas movies. And yeah, <laughs> and then go watch them. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Really got them on this one. You're missing out. You're missing out on cranberry sauce and cornbread. Oh, some my really family, sweet my cornbread with some cranberry. My family sauce. makes cornbread all the time. Yeah, but the thing I was gonna say is I can. It's like that. And sweet potatoes. I can mm. have a couple bites of each, but it's like too rich for me. A lot of this shit's too rich. So I get like one thing of cornbread, I'll eat it, and I'll be like, fuck, man. I just like turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and the yamasi. And like, it's like kind of weird. Like, you guys don't like pasticho and all kinds of other shit that like we eat. Yeah, I don't and know. It's just like all kinds of different shit. To fucking get you some cranberry <laughs> sauce. Some cranberry cornbread. sauce. Cornbread. Make that shit into a waffle. Some, some goddamn <laughs> whipped up. Yams when they like be, like puree them in a way like mm-hmm. make them like mashed potato yams. And All right, let like me ask that. you a question though. Do you eat on Thanksgiving for dessert? Do you eat pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Sweet potato pie for real? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a North South. I thing. never. I I fucked with pumpkin pie though. I fuck with pumpkin pie too. We never. We we sometimes have sweet potato pie. I, it's all. It's like so very similar, but I never got. I thought that was a north south thing. I figured no, from Philly, a, I thought that was No, nah, no, 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 no. I rarely like I I think that is also a white and black thing. Like, that could be I it. feel like white people more so. We love pumpkin pie. Pumpkins, pumpkin spice lattes. But when it comes to y'all wouldn't get a sweet potato pie. The concept my girl is Colombian and she don't know what the fuck a sweet potato is. Like she was like, <laughs> sweet potato pie? What the fuck is that? That's what a yam is, right? Is a yam a sweet potato? Yeah. It's like I the same family. It's in right? the same family. I will call it the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, because a sweet potato isn't a potato. Yeah. I know that. It's a yes, yam. No, it's not a potato. It's yeah. something it's called something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Cause it's not starchy. Yeah. Or is it? I don't know. I forget. It's it's uh it's something in it that makes it a carb that you can just keep using. Like your body will use it for the rest of the day. It's more versatile than a potato because you you never see anything like a potato pie. Yeah, well, you only see you got sweet yeah, potato pie. Yeah, you do. Pie. You got the potato pies like the lax. Oh, lockers. oh, you talking yeah. about the Jewish shit? Yeah, uh, that's because they had nothing else to do on Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that shit. Like, what the fuck else are we doing on this shit? Potato pancakes. The potato pancakes. Plus, that's coming close to Hanukkah too. Thanksgiving and Hanukkah are always right up on each other's necks too. Get you a sweet potato pot. Do you do sweet potato pumpkin? We do. Well, some every now and then, because we used to. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about, that's the only reason we ever. Sweet, I used to have this neighbor named Mr. Barron, who's a black guy, uh-huh. who'd always be over for Thanksgiving, and he would always bring a sweet potato pie. And everybody would be like, "This shit is great." <laughs> Y'all push the pumpkin pie <laughs> pumpkin to the pie. side. <laughs> this bitch ass pumpkin pie. <laughs> Yo, this is all starting to add up in my head right now. My entire yeah. worldview is starting to shift. I'm starting to learn. <laughs> learning so much right now. <laughs> how did you? So how did you like? So you were doing comedy. I assume you moved, You had moved from Philly to New York by this point. You're yeah. doing clubs up in New York. And how did you fall into the writing shit? Well, no, you got to work your way up. Like, I wasn't doing many... I wasn't doing clubs in New York. I did the open mics. And then I started, like, hanging out at the clubs. And the clubs put you on. And then from there, I got the, the writing job because I ended up getting a manager. And he was just like, hey, do you write sketches and stuff? And I was like, yeah. I'm just like goofy <laughs> shit that comes to my mind. Like literally the corn that thing. I'm gonna write that somewhere. <laughs> I was like goofy shit that comes to my mind. He was just like, yo, write ten ideas down. And I was like, all right, and I wrote them down. And then uh like two weeks later, he was like, Yeah, they're gonna bring you in for the remainder of the show. And then uh like a month before the show was like wrapping up, I got our last comic standing. 
There you go. Yeah. Were you had you established any type of a name for yourself prior to leaving Philly, or were you still going up to New York uh, as like kind of? No, a I would definitely say I didn't. Oh shit, I'm about to be all. Oh, you good, man? I was, I was about to crack into that shit too. You want some of these? <laughs> yeah, I'll some I'm about to be like, I was about to be like, hell yeah, yo, open that shit. Too. Yo, <laughs> black go. dudes don't eat enough trail mix, yo. <laughs> Who was I watching? Mix, I was watching a, Ali Sadiq did a bit like that, dude. I was watching him all the fucking the other week. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Black guys. Ooh, nuts and chocolate. But no, I will not lie and sit here and go, I established a name for myself. There were, there were people who knew I was funny, people who encouraged me to move to New York. But when it came to like people who were like just killing Philly, I wasn't I wasn't a part of that group. I don't think at least I don't think, like, people always knew, yo, Monroe funny as shit, but I would hang out with my friend Chris. I had, I had two friends, Chris Cotton and Derek Gaines, and Derek was killing it, Chris Cotton was killing it, and I was in the middle. And I just, I just had that feeling, like, I am not going to be the comic I think I am going to be in New York. I want to get better. Derek moved to New York first. He was there for, like, two years. And then I followed suit and moved in with him and slept on his recliner until oh, yeah. I figured shit out. I was about to say, yeah, I didn't know if you moved up there was like recliner, nobody. Or... Like, Damn, I made that Jesus. recliner look like recliner? a fucking sleep number. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that like, Ooh, 87. Yeah. I slept like an old lady who can't get out of her Yo, bed. I slept like, a, like an old lady who just got to watch her grandkids and she just point that shit. Move it. Move that shit over there. <laughs> Now, are you still doing? Um, I was watching something earlier. What the hell was I watching? Some podcast you were on. This was a different one. It was like Don, some white dude with like a real weird like voice. I don't know. <laughs> it was back in 2014. You might not know what I'm talking about. Oh, you were on he, it. He draws you. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. was it was dope. Yeah, yeah. He had a real like radio voice kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. shit. But he was talking about you have like a podcast cracked up. Is that still going or what is it? Uh, we don't do that no more just because we got like too busy, and we really weren't pushing it as much as we should have been doing. Podcasting, it was uh, it was me, one of my great friends named Becky Aspan. She's Ass a man. manager. Yeah, Aspan. Aspan. I'm about to say not Greek. She's Middle Lebanese. Eastern. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, it's close enough, right? She's um, still in Yamasi. <laughs> <laughs> and we would do she's like she, everybody knows her as like she's great comedy she's a great manager great person but she can crack you like after talking after a while she can get you this confess shit <laughs> like that you've been holding there yeah. yeah so we was like hey I'm a comic you're nosy let's <laughs> just interview comics and like talk about shit everything except comedy and that was our thing. We talked about like how people grew up in their life and their life like everything that brought them to comedy, everything that influenced the comedy. We had Mark Norman on. Mark Norman talked about growing up in New Orleans and being bullied and stuff like that. We had uh, a lot of great people on Seton. Um, yeah, Seton Smith's from around here too. Yeah, Seton's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we almost had Roy Wood, but then he ended up doing Daily Show. Oh, shit, um, too big. We did it. We did it for a long time. We had Ari, I believe. That's all. We did it man. for a long time, but y'all know it takes a lot. It is, it's yeah. a lot more even than just, just doing it every recording week, you know? and posting it. It's like 
how are we getting listeners? We got to engage people. We always got to be working. Mm-hmm. And we were both too busy to like do the footwork. Yeah. Yeah. How long were you doing that, would you say? We did it for maybe like uh we did a one we did it strong for one year and then we switched studios and then and then we got a new studio and we did it for like maybe like a couple months and then we were both just like even in studio I was just like, Hey, I don't know. I think we should just be yeah. like and we was like, Yeah, hey, shit, yeah. Well what's your like ideal Work situation because you do what I want to do. I want to create. I I, I just want to create shit. I just want to create dope shit. The for real. I'm trying to. I'm not. Uh, I was trying to like find a slick way to say it, but I can't. It's just like I want to be a part of great things, and I want to create great things. I want to be able to like write something, put it together, and put people who I think is uh, who are amazing in it. And put like good things together. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then be a part of great things. And that's it. I want to like I got in stand up. I just wanted to do stand up. And then when I got a writing job, I was like, "Ooh, I like writing. I like doing that portion." And then I got to act, and I'm like, "I want to do all that shit." Like I, I got to make a show for comedy. It was me. Who was it? Me, Andy Letterman. And Kurt Metzger, we did a pilot for uh, Comedy Central. It didn't get picked up. But that was the first time I got to be an executive producer. We got to pick the cast members. We got to uh, we got to really work on the storyline. We did table reads. We fucking uh, got to meet different production companies. I was like, I want to do that shit, too. Like, I want to be a part of every single process of getting shit done. I think the Dude, way you put real. it is a great way to put it. I mean, Just, like, I want to make dope shit. Because I saw yeah. that shit on your... Uh, Twitter thing too. Uh-huh. Said like, you know, I like those shit and I make those shit. I was like, yeah, that's it. Like, that's all I want to do. I feel like that's a very good way to put it because I kind of, I don't want to piggyback off that, but I kind of feel like I live my life the same way. Like, mm-hmm. I like, I got into comedy and then I just started meeting dope people and like our interests lined up and then I started PAing for like a production company and mm-hmm. now I'm like a producer at one and like I booked. A music video back in January, and I like sent out all the casting calls and all that shit. It's just weird, like actually doing something and learning how it's done and being like, oh, I can apply. That this should to make s- your dick hard, don't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I'm emailing these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. dude, you like you understand that? You're like, oh, I just have to hit people up. Like, yeah, if yeah. I want to sponsor for a show, I just gotta hit them up. You know, what people, I mean? and that's what I've and that's what I've been learning. This last trip to L.A., like, like I was having a good time already. But then I was like, I was like talking to my girl. I get very, I get spiritual sometimes where I just like start like asking questions and shit. And I just was like, I want to learn, I want to be more business savvy. Like, what does it mean to be business savvy? And I legit like took an edible and I was just sitting there. (laughs) And I was like, oh, you hire people who also want to fucking, who also want to make dope shit. I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, I. I, I'm a stand up and I can write and I can like it a little bit. If I have an idea, I can't shoot it, but what do I do? Make friends with somebody who can. Somebody who's yeah. just like, hey, I can shoot shit, but I don't have anybody to work with. Boom. That's a business partnership yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I started to do that when I was out there. Like I met with a a guy who um he does like behind the scenes shit for like movies, but he's like, I want to produce my own shit. But the problem is 
everybody I know is in production and I don't have any friends that like writing stuff. I was like, I'll work with you. I'll write shit. As long as you can get a shot, I'll keep fucking writing ideas. It's mm-hmm. such like a, it's, yeah. and it sounds like such a simple concept, but, but it's not, takes it takes so long to it learn. It takes so long to yeah. fucking learn. That's how everything works. Because we all try to do creative. shit ourselves. Yeah, because as a creative, you just want it to be like the perfect image that you had in your head, mm-hmm. but you're not able to, you're able to do one of those things. Yeah. You have to, and you yeah. gotta step the fuck out of your way. Mm-hmm. And let somebody who is a little more better fucking do that mm-hmm. shit. I was and watching that, the Defiant Ones. That's what um, what's his name Jimmy Iovine would do. Mm-hmm. Yo, I can't do it, but I'm gonna hire somebody who can. Mm-hmm. That's I'm how gonna make works. friends with somebody who can. Yeah, DJ Cal doesn't make all of his beats. Yeah, like, no, not he, he, he fucking yeah. overlooks the people. Yeah, and you need those guys too. You need the guys who are able to coordinate and make those, it, dude. And those are going to be the next DJ Khaled's. Like yeah, those are going to be the guys who are learn. Like they're learning from him being hired by him. Not even learning. It's a partnership because you're learning how to build a business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're a writer, team up with somebody who can put your vision together, or somebody who's like good at like. If you're a writer and you're like, oh man, I need somebody who who can direct. What if you got a friend who's like, I can't direct, but I know somebody that can. That person just became a showrunner. Mm-hmm. That person is a producer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and a lot it's of it learning is you can't do everything by yourself. Yeah, and I think that's the hardest thing is a lot of people yeah. when they first start. I think you kind of want to do everything yourself. Everything. Because you have, I mean, you were talking about like on spiritual shit, but I think a lot of the conflict is um at least for me i'll speak for me it's just like you kind of have this idea of who you are in your head and then you try to live your life based off of who you think you are mm-hmm. and in the in the in the pursuit of doing that you kind of miss actually realizing who you really are yeah you're kind of always you're kind of always you know head in the direction of this predisposed idea of yourself and so it's like well no but i want to be the guy who is really good at writing producing recording singing yeah. doing stand up all that shit and it's like but but in doing that, you miss the whole concept. It's like, yo, there are other people who can do shit too. You're missing out all <laughs> these so relationships you can be building. It's like you need yeah. people for shit, and yeah. they need you for shit, and exactly. neither one of you guys. It's like it's just like that's the whole like almost like the secret to life. It's like, yeah. yo, I need a sandwich. Yo, I need my fucking teeth. That is like, the secret to life. Like people forget the thing in life uh, is people are only worried about themselves, right? And they only think about themselves. So when it comes to getting something done, you're not gonna talk to you're not you're like you're like, I'm gonna do it myself. I had this vision. And you're not gonna really it takes like you to be introspective, introspective to be like, I'm not that good at this. I'm gonna give myself time to, but I need to learn from somebody. Mm-hmm. In order to learn from somebody, I gotta start over again. Mm-hmm. I gotta lower myself down. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of people don't wanna do that. A lot of people got this pride shit. Yeah. Did you pick up a lot of that? I mean, I imagine. I picked up a lot of that in New York. Just like in New York, meeting people. When you're doing the podcast, I mean, I'm assuming, had you already been thinking that way for a bit? Or did you kind of like wake up to that when talking to all these other people who had kind of made it a little bit further? I didn't really think about that until L.A. Okay. Like, I'm a guy that tried to do everything on my own. Like, I... I do my own Photoshop shit because I taught myself how to do that from um, watching YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that shit. I can do video shit. But, sorry, I'm off. That's all good, man. All right, good. 
I just keep, I'm like, yo, I taught myself Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> the same person. But them <laughs> got glasses. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But then I realized it was cutting into other shit. It was cutting into other shit. But then when I got, but when I got to New York, I mean, when I got to LA, I was meeting with, I, I was out there for like production meetings and stuff. But in these production meetings, I was talking to people who their only real skill was finding talent. Mm-hmm. And I went, that's the business. The talented people have to link up with other talented people. I'm like, the person who started this company knew they couldn't do everything on their own. So they were like, I'm going to hire you for this, you for this, you for this, and we'll build off of each other. I'm fucking meeting with the front man. I'm like, hey, do we love your stand-up? We like the script. Uh... We were talking about it. We got to find somebody. I'll go, in my mind, I'm like, why am I talking to you? But then I'm going, oh, because your talent is fishing through who, who's worth it and who's not. Then you bring that to the person who you trust that can shoot it. You know what I mean? Then the person who can shoot it hires the grips and uh, all those other people. So I'm like, oh, that's the business. That's Knowing you can't do everything on your own. Business, dude. That's serious, dude. Jesus, man. But if people in the world realize that, like, we all need help somehow, it'll be a better place. I think it starts off from, it's kind of like this, I don't want to say, like, an illusion of any sort, but, like, you've only ever been you, I've only ever been me. Like, I've only ever been inside my own head. Yeah. And so, like, I think even though, you know, there's always a thing, like, what do you think, you're, like, the center of the universe type thing? And it's like, we all want to say, like, no, I don't think I'm the center of the universe. But in reality, it's kind of like, we do kind of live our lives as, like, in like everything revolves around me. I've only yeah. ever I've only ever been at the center of my own universe, yeah. you know? And so it's like, you kind of forget that, like, there's, like, seven billion other fucking people out there mm-hmm. that all have... Not all of them. A lot of people are just fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. A lot of people are just fucking stupid as shit. Yeah. But there's so many people out there that, like have those same thoughts like what the fuck and like who do I have to meet and like how do I do this shit and like this is what I have to offer and who do I have to find and it's like you forget that because you assume and it's it's not like a bad thing it's not like an egotistical thing it's almost like you really have to put in a lot of time and effort to discover that about yourself and the world around you because if you just go based off everything you've seen you would assume you're the center of the fucking universe yeah if you never sit down and go, wait, maybe I'm not. It's just like it takes it takes that revelation. You you gotta be introspective. A lot of people don't wanna be introspective and really figure out what drives them, what they need improvement on and all that shit. Now, are you into, like, psychedelics at all or no? No. I just do a vape pen. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I've still, I've never... I going to say mushrooms, like, the, the only... Mm-hmm. I've done that, like, twice or something. But, like, definitely those are, like, the trips that you're like, oh, man, I got to call my mom and dad every day yeah i gotta like yeah. be nice to my grandma i get that on which one? i get that on uh, edibles <laughs> on Dude, on we, edibles like, yeah it's because yeah. it's different because it like yeah. goes through your liver and shit like yeah. i think it is a little psychedelic yeah yeah, yeah i would i would say so i mean i I've, i'm saying so completely ignorant because i've never actually done a psychedelic yet mm. i'm definitely trying to do shrooms soon dude i'm like super hyped about putting that shit on my calendar Looking forward to that shit. But like, Shroom no, edibles. Shroom day. <laughs> Shroom day. Edible, edibles is definitely the closest I've been. And I would say, dude, weed affects me so much. I feel like definitely weed affects me differently than a lot of my friends and stuff like that. Like, it, it makes you paranoid. It makes me paranoid. And people always used to say, yo, you just got to smoke more. Like, once That's you smoke more, dumb. like, you'll get used to it. And it's like, no, dude, if I smoke too much, 
I just start, uh, my mind just won't fucking stop, dude. I just go in this fucking dark hole and I just like start like, it's just not good, dude. I really I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you just got to check. My friend went through this, but I think you got to, you got to change when you smoke. Like maybe like usually smoking takes the walls down. We put up these uh, things in our mind. You may be angry and scared about something, but when you're sober, you're, you're so used to having your wall up that it's second nature to not even thinking about it. But the moment you fucking start smoking, those walls come down, and then you're facing your own inner That's thoughts. exactly, dude. Literally, if you didn't say that, I was literally just about to say that. Like, yeah. it's like, that's definitely, it's def- like, smoking, like, it's not that being high makes me think a certain way. It's mm-hmm. that... I already think that fucking way. You think that and way. then smoking is what like tunes me into it, which sucks because then mm-hmm. that's the whole problem is like because then you're sitting there wrestling with yourself like, is this really who I am? Like it yeah, just like, fucking feel like sucks, it, dude. Dude, nah, don't don't beat yourself up like that, man. I mean, I, I, it hasn't stopped me from smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking take that shit. You're like, no, I'm still gonna do it. Fucking <laughs> still smoke. Fuck weed, dog. Get at me. But. <laughs> I just not. I'm a bigger. I'm a much bigger fan of drink because drinking's the opposite of that shit. Drinking's like, yo, I suck, and then you have a beer, you're like, yo, I'm fucking sweet, dude. I get <laughs> shit. Anybody says, get shit. Anybody says, I'm fucking dope as fuck. Get at me. I don't like drinking no more. Yeah. Drinking made me drinking. When I was drinking, I definitely became a mean person. Was there anything <sighs> that like made you tip over to like, all right, I gotta stop drinking? I just my friends were like. Yo, you fucking evil as shit when you drink. <laughs> and I was. I would say mean things. I would, I would just say, like, shit that I knew was, like, super offensive. <laughs> you think you're a cooler person when you're drunk? Yeah. You're just being an asshole. And I was like, I'm going to fall back on you. Fucking sit here and drink Everyone's going like, to think this is hilarious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sit there with a beer, like, get your own fucking corn nuts, bitch. Yeah, no, right? I ain't passing around this trail mix. Bro, if I was <laughs> drunk, I'm like, fuck out of here. Mom Monroe was mean as shit, man. <laughs> Never had corn nuts before. And he's chewing in the mic? Damn. <laughs> Show some manners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. So did you, like, was that, like, a recent thing? Like, you quit pork, uh, alcohol, and fucking non-vape weed all in one day? Or how did that happen? I quit meat after. All together? Yeah, I'm a well, pescatarian, so I only, yeah. I only eat seafood. Oh, I but thought I you were did that after, um, after Italy. Me and my homies went to Italy. We went to Italy. This is uh, 2015. Everything had a lot of things were happening. Big year, dude. Big year. 2015. Uh, me and my best friends, we decided they were going to go to Italy for 10 days. We're there. We're eating everything. We're eating steaks. We're eating burgers, seafood, all that stuff. But the only thing that was different is it didn't weigh you down. Mm. We were like, we would eat a steak. And then stand up, and then you eat a steak here. You like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go home. It's like the serving size. We were right? like, not even the serving size. There's no GMO. They took all that shit, like all the all the pesticides and things yeah. that they use to like stretch the food out and preserve it. They took all that shit out. So we was eating fucking steaks, and 20 minutes later, we're like, dude, I got a shit. <laughs> I gotta shit or I'm hungry again. <laughs> and like after that, we both came to that conclusion. Like, like we were like talking to people, and I was like, oh, well, they banned GMOs and stuff like that. But it was like their meat is just leaner here. We was eating like strawberries off of a truck. 
Ooh. The guy had like a, a fucking bucket of strawberries and we were just eating them shits were delicious. Mm-hmm. Not a single strawberry had mold on it. Now, what about what about alcohol? Because Italians drink wine, dude. All right, I drink the shit out of wine. Uh, I went ham. I was drinking. We uh, we found this type of Moscato, I think it was. Uh, like It was like some shit that they only made in Venice. Is it uh, Lemoncello? No, shut yeah, up. Okay. Was it Prosecco? Really? Oh, no, dude, I thought you'd be in the joke. Lemoncello no, is dope. I mean, no, lemoncello is dope. It is dope. I never drank Lemoncello. It's a lemon liqueur. You would like it. Yeah, it's really oh, okay. good. You ever had Lemoncello cake? Mm-hmm. It's almost as good as <laughs> That's the fattest shit Probably Maybe Non-GMO I don't fucking know I had one drink I had not one drink But I had this one type of like wine And we we got in Venice And we drank all that shit And then I was uh, uh, The thing that got me stopped drinking was For like a year For like a summer straight I was drinking nothing but uh, Jameson and red wine. Oh no, and not you, mixed. No, and I'll forget right. to drink water, and like I got like very very dehydrated. My eyes sunk in. Whoa. I got sick. I went to the doctor. He was like, "You're dehydrated." He was like, "Do you drink like water?" I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't drink. I I don't know." He was like, "What about alcohol?" And I was like, "Yeah, how many?" Gla-? He said, "How many glasses of wine or uh, shots of whiskey do you have a day?" And I was like, "Well, I do comedy, so maybe like." Five to seven <laughs> a day, like, a day like five because you drink for free. Yeah, you yeah. Like a lot of places you go, and then at the time, my chick she drank a lot of Jameson. Like she had bottles of Jameson in her house, and then like we would go hang out, and I would just be drinking Jameson there. And then I was like, I can't do this. I shouldn't be drinking. And then I like stopped. That was the only thing I ever stopped cold turkey. That's crazy. You should drink more water, dude, because I don't drink much water. I don't drink much water. That's why I don't have My that shit in the fridge, dude. You came here, you like, you got I water? Had, <laughs> I was like, no, I got fucking beer you and more beer. Water and you I make don't... up for it with the coconut water, though. Yeah, dude. Do you, man? This shit is I fucking. So. No, that's it. Nothing, dude. But I don't think I it's think real. it hydrates you better than water. I don't know. I just learned if you like drink a pure coconut, like if you like get a coconut and you like open it in the morning before an empty stomach, it'll fuck it's the healthiest thing you can a do. A coconut? Really? Yeah, coconuts are cheap. Coconuts I know it's are like a like, dollar seventy five. It's sterile and it can be used as like an IV line. Mm. I learned that from Lost. Oh, <laughs> I'm around trying to take a piss real quick. That's I seen all that cool. on Mash. On Mash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You said you're gonna pee outside? Yeah, that's for the the outside bathroom. I thought this was a bathroom. I thought no, that was like a bathroom. Studio, yeah. uh, oh, y'all and like then, do like records in here too? Yeah, Jimmy plays music, and um, on the other side, it's actually like the carport for the garage. Oh. That's like this wall is just like a fake wall that we installed. Y'all did it yourselves? Mm-hmm. Look at y'all, handy as shit. How the yeah, fuck man. y'all put up a wall? Uh, it was hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't really help that much. But yeah, well, yeah, y'all made this wall too short. Yeah, <laughs> did well, y'all? No, they actually, so you you actually do that for acoustic reasons, because if the wall was connected, then like the sound would go into that wall and kind of reverberate back. Mm. So like this this whole studio is actually they have it over there too. It's like built like by itself and then enclosed with that like foam. I guess, oh. like, sound dampening stuff or something. So you put the sound stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the room is, like, closed off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's smart. Dude, that's it's like, um, yeah, it's sick. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's for real. y'all right? did this. Yeah, Jimmy mainly did this area. And then on the other side, we built, like, a green screen wall. 
Yeah. Really? You know how to do all this shit? Yeah, he didn't build wait, the garage. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, okay. So wait, what happened? I'll get at you. One second. I'm fucking talking it. Don't shit on mic. All right. He um. So the garage was already here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know the garage, the garage is full of trash. It was oh full of trash. So for the first month, we fucking went in here. Me and Scott, or Scott and I. How the yeah. fuck you speak English? Fucking went in here. And it was just like one bit, so this wall wasn't here. Just, I'll show you the other side. It's just like one big garage, no walls, just wooden studs, yeah. tin outside. We came in here, we cleared everything out, like scrubbed down the floors. You know, it was fucking, it was fucking disgusting in here, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. And we did videos gross. in here before, so there's like fake blood all over the floor uh, yeah, and it was, shit. And it was like, fucking miserable. Yeah. And then uh, we just decided, we, 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 we divided off the thing because the garage door is right there. And so Scott and I like co-built this. Scott, I told you, does acting. So he, he's up in New York now. But before he left, we made like a whole green screen room on that side, which yeah. now is just for storage. Yeah. And then on my side, I did like the studio thing. Mm. Now, luckily, uh, well, my dad was a contractor, like a construction guy too. Yeah. But so was my girlfriend's dad. Mm. And at the time, I'm like very... At the time, he, he basically came in and like helped us like stud out the walls for this section. Because this yeah. had to be like double studded to like... To like for soundproofing, yeah, like the whole fucking science behind it, which I fucking failed at. Like you'll find out when you go in there. It's just okay, like, okay. Damn, dude, you could save a lot of time and just done it normally, and it would sound the fucking same. Uh-huh. But whatever, it's just that much doper to I was talk about it up while you're pissing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He said you made the room smaller and then put like yeah, the yeah, yeah. Stuff I mean, it was up. like a really cool learning experience because like basically like this window, like we had to build like just building like a double pane studio soundproof window and like yeah. having to learn how to do all that shit and like. It was it was a really cool experience, dude. And like, I mean, I, I electrocuted myself a couple times, but like, it, other than that, I it electrocuted was like, myself before as a kid. I stuck a key in the socket. I don't think you're a man until you've been electrocuted. Man. I don't that think really so puts either. you, yeah, because it comes at you at the speed of light, dude. dude and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, damn, I could have died. It yeah, feels yeah. yeah, but it feels like you got shook really fast. I don't yeah. know. I flicked a staple in an outlet on like a science desk in high school because they had like the outlets for yeah. like, the electric stuff. I put like a staple you? on a test and I just flicked it into it. I flicked it in so I didn't touch it, but it fucking sparked out and like it was crazy. My teacher thought I did get electrocuted and I was like, yeah, I need to walk around the halls for a little bit. Uh, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, let me get some like water. Let me go gotta see if I got any <laughs> powers. Dude, there was nothing better than just walking around the fucking halls. That was the be- that's yeah. the only thing you went to school for. Like, I don't give a shit if they think I'm taking walk around the halls. <laughs> Looking at other people's class. <laughs> hey, I'm in the halls, you know. I was used to get sent out in the hall because I'd be fucking talking too much in class. So they would put me in the hall and I was like, this, this is where the fuck I wanted exactly to be. exactly what I wanted to do. Like, now I'm just fucking sitting out here, fucking in the hall, people walking by. All my old teachers from other school years just looking at me disappointed, like, damn, you still a fuck up, huh? Dude. I'm like, sorry, man, the sorry. Hall is the shit. I'm still an asshole. They should just put the class in the hall. They should, Because if you, you want to be you in the hall attention. so bad, yeah. put, the class, put the class in the hall and the kids that don't want to pay attention in the class. In the classroom. Then yeah. I'd be like, damn, this sucks. I got to look at a fucking mind jog and yep. shit. Damn. It's bullshit. They probably didn't use that term up in Philly mind jog. No, I don't know. I used to hate that shit, dude. It's a warm up. They used to call it a mind jog, like a little jog for your mind. I hated all that that, corny ass. It's like a a drill. Like a drill. Like every morning you'd go in and like, you know how like when you first start a class, they give you like a drill to kind of like enter you into the subject. Yeah. And kind of like bring you into whatever unit they're teaching that day. Yeah, yeah. You know so they, it's a test about the shit from the, that you learned really the day before, but then the stuff that Teachers you, might have used it to describe different things. My uh, uh, relation to a mind jog is literally they would just bring you in 
and it was like your drill. And like every day they'd have like a different question on the projector and they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And you write your answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The essays. Yeah. You got to come in. You got to be like, oh, all right. I got to. Yeah. Who it's like, this? damn. Yeah. Like, it's just like I just used to hate. And then they would grade that shit off completion. And it yeah. like it wouldn't even matter. Like I that there were a bunch of things. It can be things. grammatically incorrect, all that shit. But I'm like, you finished. There was so yeah, much shit yeah. about the 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 curriculum that I just thought was re- I just thought it was fucking retarded. The way they did it. classwork in Baltimore County had to account for a minimum of fifty percent of your grade, mm-hmm. and most of classwork was just like completion shit, like getting stuff signed, completing your mind jogs. Like, don't get me wrong, well, there you know were where things from. So I don't know. I don't want to get the 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 fucking time frame wrong. Uh, so I'm gonna Google it. But back, basically, the curriculum that they kind of still use today is being changed now. But I don't know how old you are. How old are you? I'm. I'll be 25 in a couple of days. So we still learned off of the yeah. same curriculum. Uh, was created back when America needed more factory workers. So the the curriculum was just to make sure that. You were smart enough to pull a lever and get shit done. Are you smart enough to be a part of like yeah, a and don't think an too much outside line? of that. Here's an, here's yeah, a, here's it was here's for you to be functioning. Here's an idea that kind of not piggybacks on, but kind of like plays like a, a adversary role to that. But when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I watched all the vocational programs yeah. get cut. So like they used to, I don't know about my high school in particular. I know we used to, my school, it was a public school, but it was also like a magnet school for like law and public policy or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of kids went there that weren't from Taos. I went to Taos High School with Eric. It's yeah. okay. so like right down the street. And a lot of those, the programs like, you know, the automotive programs, the fuck, all the like electrician stuff like that. Apparently were, like the, the shop got closed yeah. down. Oh yeah. yeah. A, lot of, they a basic, lot of schools lose those programs. What first. happened was, in my opinion, mm-hmm. basically... Every school just decided that every kid was supposed to be a doctor or a lawyer and go to college and stuff like that. And they basically completely undermined the importance of we do need people to fucking know how to cut wood. We do need people that know how to fucking fix a car. Like, these are important jobs. I'm sorry, all your fucking Towson-ass kids. Yeah. Like, all your parents are doctors and lawyers, and you think that side of the world doesn't fucking exist. But now you're sending kids to school, and they're all being trained to go to college. It's like a, a, you know how they use a school-to-prison pipeline? Yeah. And fucking... My neighborhood was like this fucking school to college pipeline, which doesn't sound bad. No, but college is also a business. Exactly. College is a business. Exactly. So you graduate high school having been taught nothing other than just how to succeed in this business called college. Yeah. It hasn't really prepared you for the real world in any way. When you graduate from high school, you're not actually ready to do shit if you go based off your education. But then if you go to, yeah, but then once you go to college... Uh, they you relearn all that shit teaching, anyway. But no, but they're teaching you how to. In most colleges, they're teaching you how to learn, how to how to problem solve, how to work solve, with other how people, to how to yeah, how to work with other people. They're, how they're, to take direction, how to schedule. Yeah, they're to, preparing you, know, you for the workforce or whatever thing you're in. Hey, can you like, meet this deadline? <laughs> can you meet a deadline? Can you work with others? Can you work efficiently? Yeah, except right? the only difference was they used to teach that shit in high school and it was free. Yeah. Instead, they were like, hold up. What if we just made everybody pay like $20,000 a year for this same fucking lesson but then, when they're four years older? But there's no money in high school. There's money in college. Exactly. College so so the that. fucking college racket, yeah. I'll call it that. Yeah. College racket comes in. They say, all right, so basically now I need to spend the first fucking two years of my college experience relearning shit I should have already know. Why am I taking English 101 in college? Mm-hmm. Why am I paying fucking $12,000 a semester to take fucking 11th grade English? I already passed this shit. Why yeah. am I taking calculus? Why do I have to take general education whatsoever? Like, it's just like a whole bunch of shit that's just like, it's very clearly 
it's very clearly like lobbied and everything like that. But then once you start trying to get a job, they're gonna be like, "Well, you have an experience." No, nigga, I was learning the whole time. I was doing this college thing. Exactly. Well, we yeah. need somebody with experience. Everyone and told then, me this would get me the job. But you <laughs> end up going in debt because, like, not some people. If you're lucky, you won't be in debt. But then you end up going in debt. But because then you're trapped you're in the workforce. Yeah. yeah, you do an internship for a job you want to do work yeah. for. So now you're doing this internship where you're working for credits, but for free. Exactly. You know, and then when you do get a job, your job isn't going to pay you enough to pay off your college loans. They're yeah. paying you enough to keep you there. Real life example, dude. My girlfriend just got a pretty nice job, um, and she just graduated. Mm-hmm. So, but she was she went to Towson for seven years because she double double majored in art and uh, business, something like that. Yeah. And uh, she just started like doing the math on her student loans because obviously once you graduate, that's when they come for you. And she owed, I think it was something like fifty two thousand dollars plus interest. Put it to sixty eight thousand dollars, which I thought that was the most ridiculous thing. Even if like, she gets a job paying eighty thousand dollars a year, so she got she a nice still job. is going to take her a long time to pay it off. So like yeah. I literally for a living just play like acoustic gigs and shit like that. Yeah. So like I don't make that fucking much money. Yeah. But I get by. Yeah. She got like a nice kind of like corporate job, but she's paying like six hundred dollars a month. And in the education. Dude, Does she, and is this job pertaining to what she went to school she for? She has, yeah, it's a job. Well, in this case, she lucked out because yeah. it's a job. And I've seen a lot of fucking people that graduated college and either got a job that they didn't need college for. Yeah. Or they just, just their job that they got isn't even close to the amount that made college worth it. Yeah. Just in general. But she kind of lucked out. She's like, she's very smart and like very like business savvy. And so like she went and got herself a good job. Yeah. But even with that good job, it's going to be like 10 years before she's even making more money than me. That shit's crazy to me. Yeah. I'll be fucking 35 you before gotta, this you corporate ass job. To these, they're always going to get you. Yeah. Dude, it's... Still should do... I feel like... But even when I'm saying this, I still feel like people should... If it's for the college experience... Did you go to college? I went to community college. Close enough. But yeah. not really. Because community mm-hmm. college is like... You get that's that. still like that's like junior college, man. That's yeah, like, it is a junior. It's college. like you know, but you didn't that you didn't drop all the money for a real no, college. I got to no, I got to go, and then I found out being there was like, oh, I don't really want to go to college. Mm-hmm. I I thought I wanted to go because everybody else was going, and now that I'm doing this, I'm like, I'm not really. That's, that's just about crazy. It <laughs> just sounds crazy because so many people I talk to that say like, yeah, I went to college, and what college really taught me was that I didn't want to go to college. It's like such a yeah. terrible. I think it's like, yo, I went to yeah, that restaurant, real. and with that restaurant, the thing that I like most about that restaurant is it taught me I never want to eat that shit again. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm not going to back my restaurant. I, I <laughs> know this is like a weird idea, <laughs> but I think people like people who go to public school and like bust their ass to go to college. The public school should have some sort of fucking relationship where the college, where the junior college will let them attend a year for free. So then they'll get that that college experience and then they'll go, I don't know if I want to do this. I may want to take another route. And they won't waste money. Yeah, but the whole problem is the they whole... They want you to waste the They whole, want you to waste that up, fucking It's not money. set up for your fucking benefit. You think... I, I know you know this. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, none of this shit has your best interest in mind, like, in heart. Like, you're brought up from the age you're fucking 11 years old. I just remember all, all every day going to school just being like, all right, so you got to get good grades in middle school so you can get to a nice high school, a.k.a. fucking public school. Like, that's where I'm yeah. going, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then like okay, so now you got to do really well in high school so you can get to a nice college. And it's like, okay, why am I going to a nice college? Because then if you do really well in a nice 
college, then you can get a really nice job working for somebody else who's going to hire. It was like, at what point are you going to teach me how to be my own fucking man? How to be a business at owner. At what point yeah. are you going to teach me how to take control of my own fucking life? Every fucking step that you've given me in life since the time I went to kindergarten has been how to impress someone else who's yeah. going to use me for my talent so that they can benefit off of it. Exactly. That's the whole fucking concept. Yeah. Dude, that shit bugged me out. I had to Dude. get the fuck out of there. You told your parent that? My dad was cool with it. My dad uh, thinks the same way. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't even think he ever supported me going in the first place. Uh, Not one of my parents like, did. Yeah, he was like, do what you want, man. That's how I'm going to be. I went there because everybody else went there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell my kids, I'm going to like always think about that. Do you? Are you doing this because you want to? Are you doing this because you think you have to? Mm-hmm. I think by the time we have kids, I think that that whole college bubble per se. I think people are already starting to catch on to it. Oh, it's bursting. They got too many online schools, so now when you, like, remember you would name a college and everybody knew, like, oh, you go there. Oh, yeah. you're smart. That that doesn't have the same effect. And it's people also can, the fact that yeah. so many people have degrees now, that yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you name a college, people go, oh, where's that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because everybody's jumping on the fucking wagon. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, this is a great way to make money. Everybody's convinced they need it, so yep. let's just create it. This is what I like about the, you know what I like, and I know people hate the, the millennials, who are millennials, but people hate them. But millennials have figured out how to not work for people anymore. Mm-hmm. We've kind of had to. Yeah, and people, but people hate that. That's why people go, oh, you're, yeah, this, the, this is a lazy generation. Are they? Because all they did was no, just take like, the power out of somebody else's hand. Work and smart, not yeah, hard. A lot of people, they, they're, this is the most inventive fucking generation i think i think we invented shit that we invented shit that is going to last us for our entire lives and we invented shit that's just cool for now mm-hmm. but this shows that we're very creative like there are a lot of cre- snapchat that's like snapchat instagram all those things are like big as shit i would venture to say that like i don't think i think in in this essence shit, soundcloud mm-hmm. yeah Fucking iTunes. I would say that, like, I I would say that all generations are pretty much like, cause cause we're all products of our environment. Yeah. So like, you come up and like, the only reason we were ever able to come up with a thing like Snapchat or SoundCloud was because of everything that preceded us. Yeah. That built us up. Like we didn't have to discover the fucking internet. Yeah. We didn't have to invent electricity. Yeah. We didn't have to invent the fucking wheel. Like when we were put into the fucking world, we had all that shit on our toolbox so that we could just go, yeah. But what if we could like take pictures of ourselves for ten seconds? And it's like we didn't invent the fucking camera. Yeah. What about the generation invented the fucking camera? But what about we, them? But we still, but we're, we're evolving. It, we're perfecting. We're we're perfecting it. We're creating other uses for it. And that's what's dope about the generation. People important. shit on this generation, but they go, "Oh, they're lazy." No, they're not. They're taking everything that's fucking that uh, is a staple in life and reinventing it, repurposing I think it. Every like, okay, so like, I feel like, um, you know, like when our parents' generation was coming up, I feel like our grandparents' generation was saying the same shit about yeah them, like, "Oh, you fucking lazy hippies," like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, shit like that. I think it's really because there are. You know, in every generation, just like with the millennials, for instance, there are people who are on the cutting edge of shit, and they're also the fucking idiots who just haven't lived long enough to to realize that they're wrong. Yeah. You know, everybody's still like young enough where like being a loser and like not doing shit with your life is still like cool. Yeah. But then once you're like 35, 40, then you start to look around. And you're like, oh, all those dudes that like we all always listen, like they're all fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's when you discover, like, okay, so here were the people that mattered from this generation. Yeah. And all the people that had voices over the internet, you know, 20 years ago, now they're all just 
fucking losers. Mm-hmm. And now that's what defines the millennial generation, people that were fucking right. Yeah. But we're still in that fucking limbo where it's like, who's right? Somebody's right here. Maybe yeah. I should maybe I should do this. Like, and then you know, only time tells, basically yeah. what I'm saying. And so we haven't had the benefit of seeing how our actions today play out for tomorrow. Oh, exactly. I'm looking forward to that. I am that, too, but I'm also not. When people shit on a generation, yeah. I go, I think we're, we're a pretty smart generation who is trying to take back. Uh, we're just trying to, to make like yeah, the best of what we got dealt. Make Yeah, make the best of what we got dealt, but also realize that we don't have to work for giant corporations. We can be corporations. Mm-hmm. This is you know? yeah. I, this is definitely the like the time, and I think a lot. Of, I think that entirely has to do with the internet. But just the concept that like even the concept we were talking about before, like going city to city. It's just like this is the fucking time that exists in in humanity that we can actually project ourselves out into the rest of the world without ever needing to change our location. Yeah, you don't ever have to. You can. Be everywhere in the world and never have to leave. And people aren't used to people aren't used to having that. Like the idea, the concept of having a voice that that can speak to that many people. You know, a generation ago, it's just like it's just crazy how many people that can influence you. And on the same side, on the flip side of that coin, how many people you can influence? Yeah. Just based off the environment that we grew up in now, like it's just wild. Like even this, even this podcast, and like I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just. This is definitely, in my opinion, and maybe the next generation will be even cooler to grow up in. I, I won't fucking know. I'll be calling them fucking lazy. I guarantee you. are going to have to. You know, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, you fucking ass. But it's already <laughs> starting, though. Like, it's already started. When you see, like, little kid, like, I catch myself, like, looking at somebody, and if they got weird hair, I'm like, oh, fucking weird hair. And I go, oh, here I go. I'm getting angry. Why am I getting angry? They're expressing their individuality. Yeah, Makes everyone it's, look like a My yeah. Pony character. <laughs> yeah, right? But you get angry and you go, oh, fuck you for expressing yourself. I'm starting yourself. to become like out of the loop. Like they're like legitimate. Like when I talk to a kid who's in high school now, it's like legitimately like we are on a different social level now. It's like the first time I've been like, yo, I'm definitely older than you. Like yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> you like, like, crazy. Shit. And it's kind of a joke because I'll see kids who are like 16, 17 years old, like seniors in high school. Yeah. Like, Motherfucker, you were born in two thousand. Dude, I don't you were trust born anybody after the Backstreet Boys came out. Like, I, I, you, sh- I feel like I get just mad at them for just having their own identity. I'm like, yeah. fuck you, dude. <laughs> How, who are you? <laughs> oh, fuck you. I used to be young, dude. You <laughs> weren't even alive dude, when Biggie was, got shot. <laughs> I was so much yeah. cooler when I was seventeen than you. It's like, no, you fucking weren't. Yeah, no, <laughs> we thought we were nerd. cooler. Dude, he's dying over here. We didn't say shit. Dude, yeah, got I a corn nut stuck in my throat. Man, corn nuts are the shit. I want to. I happen. want Cornus to sponsor me. You want a Mento? Mentos, yeah. Let me take oh, one. Yeah, yeah, take some Mentos, dude. They're good. The thing is, I put that shit in my mouth and I didn't know if it was like gum or not. You'll see what it's I'm like talking about. It's like a mixture. When's the last time no, you have a Mento? No, it's, it's a mixture of both. It's chewy. Yeah. I, I, it had been so it's long. It's a mint chewy. Like I'm not gonna lie. So mm-hmm. like I took an, I, I just got back from vacation. I took a nap when I got home. It's a big mistake, dude. Are you, you gonna be up? People told me. Where I, people don't tell me. Yeah, this it's shit. like twelve. You're gonna be up. But like, mm-hmm. you had that Red Bull. Yeah, this Red Bull. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, but I was always, yeah, I was basically told like never take a nap longer than twenty minutes, because once you take a nap longer, like a twenty minute nap, like just to rest your eyes, like you can wake up from that shit and be like, hell yeah, let's do something. Well, you let you sleep long enough to let yourself go into REM sleep during the day. Oh you're yeah, gonna be you fucking, cycle up. You're gonna be fucking mm-hmm. groggy. Take a melatonin. Fuck. What's a melatonin? Making a melatonin. Melatonin. Isn't that the skin trip? 
No, no, that's, no melanin. that's melanin. Oh, okay. I'm not saying, I'm not fucking black or something. Like like no, no, no. Melatonin is the sleep <laughs> aid, but it's not <laughs> addictive. Oh, it's not. Yeah. It's natural. I feel like I would get addicted to not not being able to sleep. It's I'd be like, yo, I liked cool. being able to sleep last night. Let me do that again. Well, the thing is, it might not be chemically addictive. It, it won't. It, you're right. It's not chemically addictive. That's how I get you. You can get you can get addicted to using it because mm-hmm. now you're convinced your body, oh, I can't go to sleep naturally without it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I get you. I'm not, I don't know, fucking saying they like it's some fucking vast conspiracy. It turns out right. This is the conspiracy <laughs> podcast. Yeah. That's how they get to the fucking melatonin. Alex Jones on these yeah. <laughs> melatonin <laughs> lobby. Out to get us. Yo, know, I just started watching Alex Jones. He that shit dude, is fucking, fucking hilarious. Kook, dude. <laughs> it's scary funny. No, I fucking like watching Alex. Dude, he's a personality. He's an entertainer, dude. That shit is scary funny, man. I'm like, whoa, he believes all of this shit. <laughs> but it's just the way. Dude, what? when he got high on Joe Rogan, <gasps> that was the funniest thing I ever saw dude. in my life. <laughs> the thing with him, it's like so, like a lot of the shit he's like, I don't know, a lot of the shit he says, it's like, like when he was on Joe Rogan, the thing that stuck with me was he was saying some like outlandish sounding shit. And then, you know how Joe Rogan is. You watch the yeah. Joe Rogan experience? like No, but I'll watch it if you tell me the episode. So watch watch the podcast, because I think Joe Rogan has, like, the biggest podcast of all podcasts. Would you say so? Yeah, like, that's sure. definitely, like, the big. He's got, probably got, the, like, the most watched show yeah. online right now. It's crazy. But Alex Jones is on. And Joe Rogan and Alex Jones are actually, like, pretty good friends. Yeah. Like, they've, been, they've known each other for a while. And Alex Jones was saying, like, some crazy shit about, like, the Pizzagate stuff, like, with the pedophile market and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're listening, and you're like, you're like, nah, that's fucking bullshit. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, just naturally, like, this sounds so ridiculous. Yeah. And then Joe Rogan be like, all right, Jamie, pull up this article, and they'll pull up the thing, and they'll, like, cite the source, and it's like, oh, shit, that all fucking happened. It's like, it, like, fucks with you a little bit, because mm-hmm. you're like, you're like, oh, wait, like, he did fuck, he did fucking cite it. Like, what am I going to say now? Like, it's just, it's But I'm you not- can cite, if you look hard enough, you can prove anything. So who's right? I don't know. That's the question. Like, if I, if I was, if I said some shit like, yeah, man. The abominable snowman, like raped a college girl or some shit. I can probably find evidence to back that. On the I would, I would challenge you to find something like that on a podcast. I'm just saying, like when I watch that shit, when I just watch, oh, like, typing it in. <laughs> find me a fucking case record of the abominable snowman. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, be some crazy shit, dude. I think you're thinking of Ted Bundy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Do you have to? Do you you got to get back to the hotel at any point, or? Yeah, cause I gotta be up at like six. Oh you got shit! Radio six? in the morning. Yeah. Ah shit. Damn, dude. My bad. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> I'm already looking it up. I just typed in <laughs> abominable snowman rape. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely get some case records. That's already some fucking funny shit. <laughs> rape fraud and rape. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the abominable. Oh, let's see what this shit is. Oh, no. Get past the shit. You can find anything. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It, it, Look at this. It 2013. Like <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Rape fraud and rape by. What the fuck? Uh, I just went to some other shit. Fucking <laughs> okay, right, good. I can't find it. You lucky? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm fucking saying, baby. <laughs> oh shit. So, uh so you don't have a podcast anymore. Not anymore, but I'm gonna probably start one again. Uh I'm just trying to figure out what I'm doing on the road because 
I I think I I do the road a lot, but it's about retaining your the fans, the people who mm-hmm. come up to you, or like that lady who was just like, oh, thank you. There was no way, there was no need for me to walk away. I could have did something to retain that lady as a fan. Mm-hmm. So the next time I come back, she'll see me. Yeah. And she'll bring other people. And that's where I'm at stand up. And I want to, I'm thinking, I'm like, should I, I? I had this idea for a podcast and I did it like once or twice and then I stopped. I called it Post Show Jitters. And it was a Facebook Live podcast where after the show, me, the host and the feature, we talk to like maybe a couple audience members in a room like this, and we just shoot the shit about the town, how they like the show, what's going on in their lives and shit like that. I uh, I tried it, but people just ended up like going off on tangents and like being it's nervous. It's tough because you don't so know. It's, like it's tough what you're with, getting yeah. if you're when you're, you're bringing an to audience, audience member. And I think a lot of times people in the audience. A lot of them just belong in the audience. Like, yeah, they the just want to like, be in the audience. They don't want to be like, in front look, of the I'm camera. not a fucking podcast guy. I'm not a comedian. Like, yeah, that's not my job. Like, yeah. I don't fucking like. I don't fucking bring a construction guy in my house and be like, "Yo, can I drill in these fucking nails?" Yeah, no, What are you talking about? Like, you know, that that's probably putting them in situations like, "Oh my god!" Like, is the guy really like now expects me to be funny and like? Exactly. Dude, a lot of times you bring on fucking yeah. comedians and and people and don't uh, musicians and shit like that. They only have to fucking handle themselves on a fucking yeah. podcast. It's like they just. Everybody's like, oh, do I, when do I have to say something funny? Like, I don't even know. Exactly. Like, like it's tough, dude. So that's why now I'm back to that. I stopped doing the podcast. You know, uh, I like doing podcasts. I don't like producing podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I'll do anybody's podcast, but I won't do my own anymore. You really will do anybody's podcast. Yeah, I'll give you that. Thank you for <laughs> that. Nah, fuck yeah. It. yeah, no. <laughs> if there's one fucking fuck it. Thing, you but can y'all that. look, hey, look, I look at it like this. Once again, this is a business thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a product. Y'all, y'all are a product. Your product is fucking selling yourselves and other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, fucking, let's team up. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You got the right mindset, man. That's why I, I know, I think, but it's just figuring shit out. I yeah. think I, I would I would uh I think that a, a podcast that you did would be like I would I would listen to that shit. I but I've got to find a, a, a right angle to do it. I got to find something that I will enjoy doing every single week, and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, that's true. And that was our thing. It started our podcast started to feel like work because getting getting the comic schedule, uh, figuring out who was going to tweet it out or what we were going to do. Like I, if I can do it, I would love to do just live podcasts. What about the um the concept you were talking about earlier? Like, cause I wrestle with the same. I, I think about the same shit. It's like a lot of times it's like, damn, like now I gotta fucking worry about like hitting people up and doing. All but finding shit. somebody who can do all that shit exactly. Mm-hmm. So but find that's someone a, that yeah, can that's fucking... my next step is like to like even with stand up. I hate social media. I do. I do. No, social I don't media hate it. Sucks. I hate it. And it, it serves its purpose. Like I, I had to break down to a friend why comics shouldn't hate social media because it's the new alt scene. Yeah, it is. It's the new like the standard that you have to like put out like a couple jokes on Twitter a day. You gotta have Facebook status. You gotta mm -hmm. do this. You gotta do that. You gotta have Instagram. But remember when that every scene when it starts is going to be a little different, right? With the alt scene when it started, just bar shows, people getting up anywhere they possibly. That's the thing about the new generation too. Like they're already doing that shit regardless. That's like second nature to them. Like the kids growing up now are like 
so far advanced like than any of us at social media than we can even imagine. It's yeah. Crazy. yeah, for us, for me, it's kind of like... My like, younger cousins have like triple my Instagram followers. Dude, it's like <laughs> because they know what to do. They yeah. It's not even yeah. like they know what to do. Like That's their new... I want to say that's like their new identity. Yeah. Like it's like it's like for us it's like even people our generation it's like we still like have to think okay so I got, I might post like especially like if you're trying to more push something on social media it's like all right yeah. I got to tweet today got to do some shit got to stay present put some facebook up yep. but it's like for them that's like no this is like this is me every day like, it's shit. like like they're not even thinking about it as like oh I got to do this shit like no yeah. this is me that would be like me not putting pants on today. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like that it's just crazy the way people think differently now and that's the only thing that I would say is is uh what's scary mm-hmm. but i think you know i'm not worried about it yeah no nah, we don't have to worry now. about it it's not really our thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. hopefully yeah you yeah. got it but you got to use that tool it's a tool there it's like social media being being like the comics who didn't get famous off of social media are already famous mm-hmm. meaning the ones who made it without social media are like probably one, the last of their kind Mm-hmm. Everybody else is going to have to use it to a degree. Yeah, yeah. they don't have to make uh, they don't have to make it their thing, but they gotta use it to engage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like figuring it out, and that's why I'm like, like you said, I think I made like link up with like a high school student and be like, yo, a hundred dollars to fucking take care of this social media. <laughs> that's a good ass idea. Yeah. <laughs> shit now. Social a hundred dollars a week. Boom! Must It'll be worth program it. Program at Towson High School. Yeah, this <laughs> boy, yo, here you go. Fucking pipeline. School, <laughs> figure it out. School to LFTS pipeline, dude. That's mm-hmm. not my fucking manufacturer. But they gotta, they gotta have a good amount of followers themselves. Yeah, I'm not hitting True. up some bullshit high school students. Yeah, who just wants to make a hundred. I'm hitting bucks. up a dude that I would have thought was cool when I was in high school. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, you're dude, like, definitely the cool guy in your. You're class, handling huh? my shit. You <laughs> teach me what the fuck I gotta do. <laughs> What's cool? Yeah. What's, what do I gotta start wearing? What are the kids liking these days? Damn, dude. Fuck. That's great, man. I, I we didn't really, really touch on, like... I mean, Bro, what you want to talk about? Rapid fire shit. I don't want No, wanna... it's all good. I mean, like, uh. for me, because I know, like, you've recently you've incorporated a lot of stuff about, like, you know, you grew up, like, as a foster child and things like yes. that. And I know you incorporate that, like, a lot, a lot of that in your stand-up. For me, I was... I, I think the conversation we had was, like, I, I want to know where you're at now. And yeah. I think I think that, uh, uh, you know, that's that's what's interesting to me. Honestly. Well, where I, this is where I'm at now. All right, so growing up, uh, I did grow up in foster care. I bounced around a lot. But now that I'm in this portion of my life, I don't want to say career. I'm in a portion of my life where now I have a girlfriend that I like. I live with that I want to marry one day. And I got to start thinking thoughts of how are we going to create a family I already have, like, even though I didn't have the family I wanted, I still got nieces and nephews. How to guarantee that they don't get the same experiences that I went through. So now I'm at this point of where I can't use my past for anger, but more as a way to go, like, as a way to, like, make shit better for, like, the people around me. And I'm at that point in my life where, like, I, I brought my nephew up last weekend. I had to send that nigga back home. (laughs) <laughs> he's fucking terrible kid he's a terrible kid but because I was like when I was his age uh, I was in foster care and I was just fucking miserable and I didn't get to hang out with anybody I thought was cool and nobody would take me in and stuff like that and then I'm like I got a nephew 
I want to give him that experience of yeah. at least having a family member who he can go over their house and do fun shit because I never got that when I was younger. You know what I mean? I, I, I that, that shit's crazy. I just the just the idea of like so you. Did you not live with your mom at any point in your life? Never, never lived with my mom. Uh, never lived with my mom. Me and my mom still had a relationship. Like, I see my mom, I would see my mom on the weekends for like maybe like an hour or two. But your primary residence was whatever it's foster home. Either whatever were. group home, whatever foster home. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's why I was never like family driven. And that's what foster care did for me. It made me like, it made me like, ah, family, schmamily type guy. But then I got older, I was like, your family isn't necessarily blood, but it's the people you surround yourself with. And uh, I started thinking like that, and then I was like, well, I got family members who I'm, like, ignoring, and they did absolutely nothing wrong. And that was, like, basically talking about my niece and nephews, some of my cousins and shit like that. So now I'm on this whole, like, in life, I'm like, oh, how do I play my part? How do I yeah. not be a victim but be, like, a product of my shit? That's admirable. And then I incorporated my stand-up by talking about goofy shit, like living with my girl and how we're dealing with that shit, how that's, like, I talk about it from maybe, like, a new point of view. And to me, it's kind of new just because that shit, like, I didn't, I didn't even see that shit growing up. So all this is new. I've never seen a man treat a woman with any type of decency when I was younger. So now it's like... I am in the house, and I am, and I have to do that shit. And how weird it is for me to be like, "No, nah, you don't got to cook." Like my girl, like you want me to make something? No, you don't have to make me anything. <laughs> if you, if it totally is your choice. Your position is not in the kitchen. That's wild. I'll yeah. make you something. Sit I'll down, make. I'll down. say sit that down. shit. I'll make you something. You sit down. You sit, sit down and shut up. Not shut up in a bad way, but shut up. <laughs> well, shit. What's your uh, what's your Twitter? Twitter, Monroe Martin the third. Monroe Martin I I I. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm yeah. gonna tweet more, I promise. I'm gonna say some <laughs> shit, I guess. I don't know. And you throw because your dates every, up on there. You I throw my dates up on there, but I know people want jo- like my girlfriend said that before. She was like, She's like, You're hilarious, but you don't say nothing on like your Twitter and stuff. I go because every joke that I decide to write on Twitter, I go, "Oh, I want to try this on stage." Yeah. I get no gratification from tweeting anything. That's true. I get zero. Like the moment but I you tweet are verified. something, yeah, <laughs> but that don't mean shit to me. <laughs> you got that blue check, dude. <laughs> Everything you say matters all of a sudden. Not me though. <laughs> like on stage, it's like, oh, I get the instant gratification, and if it's not funny, I get to fucking try to make it funny on the spot. But when you tweet it, it's out there for everybody to misinterpret and judge. So I kind of stay away from that shit, dude. Real talk. I think it, first of all, I think it's cool because like I'm not gonna lie, like I. When I okay, so I messaged you uh-huh. before I necessarily knew exactly who you were. Oh, that's, that's cool. real. So like I, I, you know, I always try to, you know, we always try to get the headlines from because we have we've had a, a lot of come through. Yeah. And like I saw you were coming through, and then after you actually messaged me back, I was like, oh shit, hell yeah! Like blah, blah, yeah. and I started looking at you. I was like, oh wait, I've definitely seen this guy before and stuff yeah. like that, dude. I first of all, I think it's dope. I, it says a lot about someone when like just the fact that you even messaged me back or anything like that, like. I I wouldn't have come across you any other way other than yeah. this. That's yeah. just like but it's just like it's like I'm I'm glad I did. Dude, I'm glad I did too. I'm having yeah. fun. 
This I got to learn that y'all are better than me because y'all could build shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> built that whole room. <laughs> nah, man, I'm always that guy. I'm that guy. Like, if you, I can, I pick up on vibes, but I can, like, because I, I, I seen a message, but then I was, like, looking at your stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. That's, I didn't respond immediately, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I definitely I was, was like, looking like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? It's not going to hurt. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I, I never fucking know, because, like, earlier in the week, like, we didn't have anybody booked, and I hit up Eric. I was like, yeah, I'm working working on Monroe Martin, and by that, I meant, like, I sent him a message. No, you just got to be careful. On. Like, now, just because the shit that's going on in the world, like, I I just didn't want to be on the podcast and they'd be like, show some tea torches fuck? out front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defend yourself. Like, I, haven't been, I haven't been bitten once this whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> fuck? Some crazy shit. <laughs> that is funny. They marched and none of them got bit by mosquitoes. Yeah, they're not itching. Not itching. Dude. Oh, man. So, is there anything like uh, you got like a Facebook presence? Like, uh, well, I'm plug? trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Monroe Martin Just the Third. Monroe Martin the Third. That's three eyes. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, go if you got Snapchat, girl code Snapchat, MTV. I'll be saying goofy shit on that. Uh, MTV got another show coming out. Um, Comedy KO, I did that stuff. Just, you know, yeah, I'll be on stuff. All things Watch I had, my old shit. All things I had in my notes. Tweet at me. Like, I'll talk back if you tweet at me. If somebody tweets at me, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah I don't give a fuck. If we found he, out anything today, he does message back. So. I do message <laughs> back. <laughs> message back. Hit him up. Yeah, I'm not an asshole. You I'm got a garage? Ignore. Invite him. I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I respond to negative shit too. <laughs> I had like somebody tell me like, bitch. "Stop saying, you, dude." I have people go, "Ah, oh, I fucking hate you." Why? Like, come on, let's hang out. I fucking hate God Code, man. You want to chill? I'm like that person. Like, come on. And then I'll start making it, but I'll try to incorporate it because I feel like when people do shit like that, they're usually looking for a response, and they're and it's still open dude, if you for you to guy, make a friend. Yeah. If you flip that guy, he's a fan for life. Fan for dude, life. I had a guy. Who was like, I did it like, I forgot I had a joke about like how I don't like baby showers or like holding like newborns and shit like that. Some guy like tweeted me like, are you fucking piece of shit? What do you mean don't like babies? And so I just ran with it. I was like, I'm yeah. a baby. I go, yeah, I fucking hate babies. I got, I got a club too. <laughs> My grandmother go, was yeah. a baby. Like, <laughs> right? yo, everybody was a fucking baby. Like, we're all entitled to talk I shit know. about babies. <laughs> but we would just say shit. And I'm like, yo, you want to get Letterman jackets? You want to hate babies with me? And then fucking started sending him like videos of like babies being punched in the face. <laughs> and he started laughing. It was just like, he was like retweet her. Go, hey, yeah, I don't go. Well, fuck, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real. Your hatred is phony. <laughs> That's great, dude. Yeah. That's fucking great. Eric, what you got, man? What you got, uh, man? Baltimore Comedy Festival, August 31st boom, to September boom. 4th. Check that shit out. Tickets are on sale now for the Auto Bar Show, for the Union Brewery, Motorhouse, all that shit. Um, support all the shows. Yeah, support all the fucking comedy good. around. Do you, you got a everywhere. package deal? Do you got a deal where somebody buys, like... Uh, like, like a pass or something. A pass they can get. That would have been. Is that a thing? I believe so. Oh, oh dude, that's good. Be a thing. Ivan, dude, people take advantage it. of that. Mm -hmm. Take advantage that of that. That is smart. Yeah. That is savvy. 
And uh, you know, if if you're around, check out Monroe Martin. See if he's coming through your town. Yeah, when's he? When you're putting this out? Uh, yeah. I will have this out hopefully on Sunday or okay. Monday, Sunday, Monday, sometime around. All right, there. so I left already, yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, missed yeah. it. You guys fucked up this it's weekend, but hey, but it, next, hey next weekend I'm at uh, well, when this comes out, I'm at McGuire's Comedy Club in New York. Because you can't assume that is just people in Maryland. Uh, yeah. I hope not. Right? I'll be yeah. asked for this podcast. So yeah. I'm in New York at McGuire's Comedy Club next weekend. Hell Come yeah. Come through that bitch. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. I would, do you still do stuff at the stand ever? Yeah, they're my manager, so next, I always have to oh, do Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, our boy Scott lives up there. Next time we're up in New York, I might hit you up, see if you're Fucking come up. Yeah, I'm yeah, always man. performing. I just did my own show there. I uh, did like a, a one-man show type thing where I... I just had my friend who's a rapper open up the show. He brought me up, and I just went out there and just started. Hell yeah. I didn't go, hey, yeah, yeah. I just went up there and just like, let's talk about some shit. And I talked about relationships for like an hour and 15 minutes. That's dope. Hell yeah, fun. What was the show called? It was called Life at the Stand. Life at the Stand. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all, shout out to Laughable. Um... Oh I yeah, Laughable's cool. Those are, you get the Google people. It's like Google for podcasts. Yeah, exactly. That was dope. a great way of putting it, dude. Thank yeah, God but I that, didn't have to say it. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a, it's a good. It was a very much needed concept. That's perfect. I'm glad dude, that person created. Fantastic concept. Yeah. Laughable. He said it best, man. Take it from him. I think it's on. Uh, I think it's on Droid now. I yep. haven't checked, but I hope it is. I hope it is. Get all your podcasts. Now everybody's portion of the show. My plugs, guys. It's my plugs time. Uh-huh. At, <laughs> everybody came in. At, at Jimmy Celeste on Twitter. Uh, I'm playing The Horse You Came In on tomorrow. 5.30 to, to 9. Happy hour. Tomorrow, though. This is out on Sunday. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> fucked up. You missed it then. Jesus you Christ. Yeah, up. you fucked up. You missed it then. You missed it then. All right. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All that build up for nothing. You guys. At LFTS podcast across the board. See you guys next week. Boom. Next week. Peace. Peace. You don't like the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs>